0: Welcome to the Moon God Pod. I'm your host Wow L E X. and with me always is my big man Lovox and today we have Doug L. Doug, welcome to the show. Moon God extraordinary. Love your background. Love that Puma Akutar. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm doing great. How are you? It's really a pleasure to be here. Oh, it's good. It's good. Lovox, uh you're up bright and early. Um
1: ready to do this? I've been up since one o'clock this morning, so I feel like I have the strength and stamina of ten minutes. I'm really excited, Doug. I I truly believe you have a top five uh, M O G with the flower and the yellow. I I think it's fantastic.
2: I was just gonna say that um, I tried to put that in the middle, like when I made this graphic, and now I'm blocking the whole thing. So you know, there it is. If anyone wants to see, but <laughs> but yeah, it's one. Of, I'm I'm feel really fortunate that I got that one. So
0: that's great, and. So let's just get right from the beginning. Like, what was your introduction? Let's go before Aku, but like, what was your introduction into the NFT space? Like, what 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 onboarded you? What was your first NFT?
2: Yeah, so, well, Genesis was my first NFT.
0: Aku um, was the first.
2: It was the first. I was in crypto in... 2017 and 2018 and and then you know everything kind of crashed and um ignored it for several years and then 2020 came along and um i noticed that things were happening again in the groups that i had been in and uh so i dove back in started looking at stuff again and this nft thing kept coming up in because just conversations you know and So I started looking into it and I noticed uh, Nifty Gateway and, you know, like people had said, everything was doubling then at least, you know, immediately after you bought it, it was going way up. And so I was like, okay, this looks like an interesting uh, area to be in to investigate. And so um, I started watching Nifty Gateway and thinking about buying, but like... You know most of the projects were um just kind of expensive and didn't you know it was kind of risky to put in fifteen hundred dollars and or even a thousand dollars or for me at that time it was it was a little bit of money than more than I th- thought I wanted to put in on a gamble so I was watching and I saw Micah's um you know aku Genesis project and something about it, um, really struck me differently than the other stuff that I was seeing. Mm -hmm. And, um, I didn't know the story, but I knew that something was different about it. And I knew that I was reading that it was going to be a series of chapters. So that was already different. I was reading a little bit about Micah and that felt different than the other artists that were involved. His story was really unique. And, um, and so yeah, I took I took a gamble on it and just grabbed it and you know, then from there um things just progressed. Like I didn't I didn't keep buying a lot of NFT I, I didn't buy really any other NFTs until I got on uh the Tezos platform and started buying there where it's a little different because the the gas prices were like nothing and you could just trade back and forth, you know, so I think you know it was really difficult for me to convince myself to spend eighty dollars on gas to buy <laughs> buy something that was a couple hundred dollars or you know so I didn't really do much on ETH. Um, it was mostly on Tezos after that mm. for
0: a while. Sure,
1: sure. You mentioned that uh, you were in crypto in seventeen eighteen and you were, were you, you were there for the downturns. Did you sell? Did you hang in there? Like, what was your strategy uh, during that time?
2: Um, no, no you know i bought most stuff at the high and and just held on to it throughout the whole thing and kind of chalked it up as a loss that i was never going to see it again and um, for for a lot of it it was a big loss and for some of it came back later um so yeah i it was it was just like okay that's gone i'm just going to move on from it you know
0: yeah that was a <clears throat> that was an interesting time and Lovox. that's certainly um you know his entry as far as uh the genesis piece and when you first saw it like you know the you mentioned how it's just different than others there's a video you know it's a video it's this um the audio that uh component you know like i, I i've i've said on the show before like when I heard just the audio, like I like kind of driving around, just kind of listening to the audio. Um, was there what at what point, you know, as was it just chapter one? Because it discusses what like being a moon god was all about. At what point were you really kind of convicted in the project? Was it right away or was it like after a certain chapter?
2: Yeah, I mean. <clears throat> I I wasn't really, I was convicted in holding to see the next chapters, like that was kind of my strategy, I guess, was to um, buy the first chapter and um, hold it and then see if it went up when the second chapter came out kind of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Because I really didn't think that I could afford to buy 10 chapters, you know, and it wasn't really until I got on the Discord um, in April, a couple months later, that I um, started talking to Micah and started talking to the other people and just, you know, really n- feeling connected to um, the people in the project more, you know, and um, I don't know there was a single moment
0: when it happened that, I'll, yeah, like, um, I'm going gonna... to... That's a pretty big commitment. Like, okay, you know, before we know that we're going to get free chapters, but like, like, we, we, 10 grand to be a moon god, especially early on in the... In and I,
2: I didn't know that I was going to get free chapters at first. And so, like, that helped too. Like, because I remember asking that on the Discord, like, or just saying... I don't know how I'm going to do this. (laughs) You know, like become a moon god. Ten chapters—that's a lot of money. And I remember Micah saying, "Well, there's going to these chapters are free." And um, and and interestingly, I ended up with two 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 moon gods. You know, two sets. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I went in and started buying. I bought another chapter one, and then I bought two chapter chapter twos as a way of like, okay, I have the money now that I can afford to do it and I'll sell them later, maybe for more money, so that I can get the other chapters. You know, like it was kind of a strategy, but I never sold
1: it. Yeah.
2: keeping them all and have two sets. So um yeah. I don't know how I ended up affording to do all that, but <laughs> like I look back now and I'm like, oh how did how did I do that? But um but I did and uh here I am, yeah.
0: What other projects, um, are you like, uh, I guess we could say bullish or just interested in and, and uh, invested in?
2: Um, <clears throat> you know, I've bought into a couple of others along the way that I was interested in. Um, like, uh, I bought, um, one are the, <laughs> I can't even think of the name now, they, the angels, um, the Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin.
1: Angel?
2: No, or... uh, DH, four, three, two, one was um was involved in a project, uh, Meta Angels. Ah,
0: uh, okay.
2: Yeah, so, and so... they're really great. Like, it's like it's a all, it's a woman run project, and it's you know it's it's um it's it's a it's, it's a great project. And um, I'm not involved there like I am with Aku, you
0: know? Right. And, and so that's why I'm kind of curious. Like, it, like is mostly your NFT focus just in Aku or, you know, because there was a lot of people, especially, you know, two years ago that oh, I'm quitting my day job to do NFTs full time. And, you know, yeah, of course, a lot of those people have gone back to work. <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, so that's kind of, like, like did you just kind of jump, like, big time in, or has it really just been all about Aku for you?
2: Yeah, I never got to
0: the, the quitting job part. I, um, in fact, I
2: needed my job in order, to back, <laughs> in order to keep my my habit going. Um, but, yeah, I think, like, for the most part, um, I was in Aku, and then again, I got involved with, um with a lot of projects on uh, Tezos. And um, like a big one that I'm... Like, really two major projects that I'm involved in are Aku, and then on a totally different realm is uh, Threesomes Project on um, on Tezos. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, he's he, he paints baseball cards and makes his own teams. And it's very involved, like as far as um, the mechanics and you have to show up and be involved. And um, and there's always some utility going on where you're burning cards for something else. And it's it, it's, it's a very um, fun and interesting project that I really enjoy, but totally different realm than why I'm in um, Aku, you know?
1: Yeah. Doug, having, having been in the, the Aku ecosystem since essentially day one, since you did buy the Genesis chapter and kind of seeing where we are now, would you consider yourself more of a chapter guy or more of an Akutar guy
2: um boy i think i don't think i can choose between them cuz i really love both both aspects um i was never really a pfp guy like i never really understood the whole like um, buy something just so i could put it in as my profile picture Like, that never really sold me, Um, which is why I never got into most of the 10,000 PFP projects. Like, I didn't really have an interest in them. Um, But, you know, Akutars are different because they're not just PFPs, and they're going to have, you know, lots of mechanics in the Akuverse. And so I I see a lot more with that than I do with, um, you know, other PFP projects. And so, um, and I also, really, I think what it comes down to for me is is that i connected to um, the narrative, to the story, and it's not really about, you know, the investment so much anymore. Like, it's more about, um, I really want to help promote Aku's story, and um, of inclusiveness, of representation, of... um, uh, you know, dream dreams coming true, um, all that, all those things um, feel really um, important and helpful, and the reasons why I'm here and why I am connected to this project more than others. You know, you know
0: there always is. It seems with uh, people in this community, like there's, there is something that kind of resonates uh, with with the individual, like uh, on a personal level, like you know whether it's a thought or a background or being represented like for you personally, like when, like, what is that kind of connection for our coup that, that really stands out for you?
2: Well, I mean, there's so many different ways. Like, first of all, I come from a family of um, activists <laughs> um, my and a very diverse family. I, I have, um, Adopted siblings who are um, who are black and Hispanic, and I have um, my brother is married to a Native American woman, and has my nephew and nephews are um, Native American, and so um, representation is very important to me in just in my life experience and um, and and seeing them grow up, and so um, you know that's that's true in in that sense. Um, and so i guess yeah it's always been uh uh aspect of my personal beliefs and personal you know um experience that that's something that's lacking in our in our culture and something that you know needs more addre- addressing um yeah i don't i don't yeah yeah
0: no that, i mean see that's what i was getting at is like we no one I, I certainly wouldn't have guessed that, you know, like we all have like this, something that resonates when we see and hear about the project, the story, you know, I, um, like for me personally, you know, like I, I've, uh, I'm, I'm an only child. I've done a lot of things where like, I've had to kind of do them on my own. And so mm-hmm. like, when I see like the Genesis or see them on chapter two, like, like that, that bit of isolation and you know loneliness, but like that drive, you know, to kind of do something, you know, and but you're kind of doing it on your own. Like that's for me personally, that's that's kind of how I relate. I find like, uh, like what's interesting to me is as important as all of this is and the movement and and what this project means, like, is the world kind of ready? You know, like, I think it's something that the world needs. But like, is the world ready to embrace like a, a figure like Aku? Yeah, I mean,
2: I don't think the world is ever ready necessarily. You know, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I, I think about, and this is not to compare Aku to um, like the civil rights movement in the '60s, but like I grew up, my dad was went to you know the march on Washington, and I grew up going to civil rights marches and things like that as a as a kid. Um, and like you know the world wasn't necessarily ready for it but here it is right and so um, you know what we're doing you know I think in some ways there's lots of people are ready for it for sure mm-hmm. um, and it's not this isn't as you know this is not abrasive or anything like that it's not something that has to be forced on anybody you know I think people are are here for it, for sure. Um, w- you know, what really interests me is the, the work that like DC Welch is doing in schools, you know? I think that's where this work can, this, you know, um, movement can be really effective and really help people is in in the schools and um, in the way that people like DC Welch are doing it, you know? Absolutely. Um, and, and that's really something you asked, like, what committed got me committed to this project, and that was part of it. Like, when I stopped in the Discord in April um, of, of a year and a half ago, um, you know, he was already working with Aku in his school. And so um, it was just, I was like, wow, this is already happening. This is already going on, and I want to be part of this, you know? Um, so, yeah, that's...
1: So when people uh, say you, you introduce folks into Aku and hey, this is Aku and this is a movement that I'm a part of and it means a lot to me. W- what is that? How do you explain that to folks? Like, how do you explain how do, what is your, you know, your two minute this is Aku speech?
2: <laughs> well, um, I think the, the main thing is I don't normally mention NFTs at all. Um, I'm mentioned the character, I mentioned the story, I mentioned, you know, um, Micah's nephew, um, asking if astronauts can be black. And and I feel like that's what's important about it for me. That's what drew me in. Not that it was, I mean, originally that it was an NFT, but I feel like this whole project lives outside of the NFT space as well. And, and that's really where, um, you know, the NFT space is a tool and it's a, something that um, is used to build this character. But, um, you know, in the end, I think it's going to be Web 2, Web 3, <laughs> both together that are that, that make this something big and special. Like, just again, sp- speaking of DC Welch and what he's doing in the schools, that doesn't take it being an NFT to do that, you know? It takes someone... Wanting to do something good for kids, you know. So, that's that's what I see. I I I usually talk about those aspects of it um, more than oh yeah I'm in the in an NFT because so many people have um, you know negative response to NFTs or some kind of imagination of what it means to be um, in NFTs. So I don't usually lead with that <laughs> so much.
0: Right. Well now now we're trying to rebrand it as digital collectibles. You know and it's funny because like you know tiktok was originally musically and then it becomes tiktok and it's like the number one platform so you know word choice and word changes can to have profound effects i've we've discussed at the very beginning how just crisp your moon god is and with the moon god comes ip rights. This is very kind of, this is new for us, like as far as, um, you know, uh, we recently, you know, it's been only like a month or two that we've really kind of been granted this. Uh, We talk about utility within the NFT space and um, kind of ownership and commercial rights. Do you, what what do you think about this with the moon god and do you have any plans or, or ideas that you're like looking for your moon god? Um, no, I'm not really focused
2: in that direction, I guess. Um, I think it's great that, that people are, and really, I think that that's going to help, you know, spread this movement and spread this, you know, Aku's message in, in some ways. Um, and I also, I was kind of, uh, in my mind, a proponent of, like, Micah keeping the IP, you know, and I'm, I'm glad he's done that with, um, With Aku itself, because I feel like, like the difference here between this and like Ford Apes or some other, you know, um, uh, NFT is is the narrative, is the story that is behind it, and so um, keeping that intact is, I think, important in in some ways, at least at this stage of the of the building. Of this, you know, I think, um, <clears throat> I think, I, I guess I don't want it to get watered down, you know, <laughs> like I want that message to be clear because that's what drew me in is, is that message. So to think about that getting watered down in all sorts of different directions, um, yeah, feels like that might take away from what I actually came in for.
1: I'm with you. I think the IP is very strong, and especially when we mentioned collaborations with Disney and. All the brand partners I think it's really exciting I guess one critical question I have from you is you know everything that we have going on do you think there's anything we can do better as a community in regards to engaging outside folks? Hmm.
2: I mean I think I think just things like like what you guys are doing is great you know I think that's what's gonna really propel this is community getting active in um, in talking about it and sharing what's going on with other people, you know. Um, I have always been, um, a proponent of, like, organic growth, right? Like, I feel like, um, we could hype it and it could get, like, you know, big for a little while, and then it could just crash, you know? Um, But if we build it organically, if people, you know, like, again, like you got what you guys are doing, what DC Welch is doing, people that really believe in it are sharing, you know, what's going on and why they believe in this. And that's what's going to bring new people in. And it might be a slower growth. It might take a while to build up and that's okay. Like we, I'm here for the ride. So, um, uh, you know, people, come into our community and they know that it's special and it's different you know um just by the way that we interact with each other right like um like M. Effer was saying in his um interview um that like he just he felt the difference in in being in in our discord and um i was glad that i could be a part of of that, because I think that it's not just me. It's like all the mods and even the community, you know, the acutiers and, and you guys and everybody. The way we interact with each other, it's um, it's not the same as other discords and it's not the same as as other communities. And it's loving and it's family and um and we care about each other. So I think that you know, it alone draws new people in. You know,
0: I I think that you know when you really look at the timeline, like we were still in, you know, kind of the grips of the whole pandemic, you know, people were still kind of isolated. There was a great release that we were getting, you know, I mean, just if you look at, you know, I never heard of discord, you know, until I came into this space. Uh, At one point clubhouse was like, you know, really popular. Now we've got Twitter spaces and there was this, this, New opportunity to kind of connect despite being disconnected from the world. And I think that it, um, that was something that kind of fueled just the NFT space in general. And I think also Aku is a very, uh, you know, positive space. And there's a lot of places that are very toxic. You know, what I'm getting to with this is that now that we're kind of out. Of the covid you know like like now we're kind of back you know whatever normal normal is you know was that kind of the driving force maybe uh for for like part of this space or is this just a, another example of like you know 99 percent of these projects are probably going to do- go to dust but the ones that are building and are, are really strong um you know survive and and will be here for the long haul.
2: i'm sorry what was your question
0: about- oh I sorry i'm just uh, like like do you think that there is like that kind of uh like that was kind of a situation that really kind of drew like really bonded us together like just how how we were kind of isolated and in you know with the pandemic in the whole nft space and now i guess like i'm kind of concerned like as we kind of go back out and and we get back to normalcy like is that gonna is that gonna hurt everything as well mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. I, I, I don't think so. In fact, I think that might actually make things stronger. I mean, I know after Miami, I felt closer to a lot of people who I met there and, um, and even this summer, you know, I, I got to visit Glitch in New York city and, um, visit, uh, Lawson, um, in, in, in North Carolina on my way driving North. And, um, yeah, I just feel like the in-person contact just creates stronger bonds in a way, you know? Um, what, I
0: What's it, been your best Aku moment, like, for you personally? Like, what, what's been the thing where you, like, like, if you have to pick one Aku moment for yourself real life, or even it could be, like, just a Discord conversation?
2: Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, there's been so many... Like I can't really narrow it down to one. That's that's well, give it
0: <laughs> um, two. No one will be none of the moments will be jealous. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, I guess like boy. I guess like being becoming a mod was definitely a special moment for me being part of that team. Um, you know. So that's definitely a special moment. Being in Miami and actually, um, you know, sitting at a table with um, Glitch and uh, DC Welch and Stirpan and um, uh, uh, DH4321, you know, like just seeing how, what lovely people they are, you know, like really genuine, authentic, um uh people they are it, I think it just embodies uh, everything that a coup is. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I saw that same thing, you know, I think we all did with Micah in in that speech he gave after, you know, after um <clears throat> after everything happened with the aquitars and for me that moment like made things stronger it made things even more authentic and real and um that vulnerability really solidified my belief that i was in the right place you know like obviously you know for a lot of people i think that was like um uh hurt to like, is the project gonna succeed? You know, lots of questions came up around that. And that's and that's reasonable. But I think like overall, like watching the response to that, both with Summer and Micah, you know, as people made me believe in them even more, you know, <laughs> even more than I had. And not that I and not that I even had any doubt before that, but just like it solidified what you know, what I had already seen. And the same is true like with the people that I met in person. And that's why I think like meeting people in person is just gonna solidify all those things that that we see online about them. I don't know, I I have some experience with that, just um, I am a big fan of the band Phish, P-H-I-S-H, and I've been on online communities with them for, since the late nineties, like they were one of the first online communities out there, you know, <laughs> before Facebook and all that stuff, there was online fish communities. So, um, you know, getting to see people a couple times a year, at, you know, at shows and then being online with them. Like I, I ha- definitely have that in-person online um, relationship with people for years and feeling like I know them in person when I meet them, even after, not ever meeting meeting them before in person
0: yeah so. it's a, it's it, it's a different time but it's been around you know like i've i definitely was in the aol chat days chat room days and you know i wasn't in the fish chat but i was i got catfished a couple times <laughs> <laughs> um so as a mod i you know Take us behind kind of the curtain of uh, of a mod. Like, like, what do you, you know, I know there's certain things you can't really talk about, but, like, how involved is it? And, uh, you know, wh- what's kind of, like, a challenge that you face, especially, like, with the new people coming in? You
2: mean new users, new yeah. new Discord members? Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, Well, first of all, I feel like I haven't faced the challenges that the other mods have faced because I got in... I was became a mod after all the, like, the 50 Gateway stuff or um, the Akutar stuff happened, you know, like, it's, my journey has been pretty, um, I guess, easy in, in, in that sense. Like, I haven't had, you know, much of, much of the real intense moments that I think I can imagine happened before that, you know, um, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I feel like I've had an easy ride as far as that goes. Um, but, you know, mm-hmm. with, with like, ma- like, minor exceptions, the Discord's pretty easy because people are so,
0: you know... Everyone jumps on it and engages.
2: Yeah, right. people see the you- energy in there and they join in, you know? And there's enough people who... Um, have been there a while and 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 you know know what's going on that that it's rare that I one of us has to step in. And so um when you talk about new members, you know, there's the people that come in and they get they, they go right to the support tickets and ask for a collab and that's fine. We you know we talk to them or whatever. But um and then there's people who come in, and you can tell right away that they're they're posting a scam or something like that, and we delete it. Um, but but yeah, like you know, we welcome the new people coming in, and 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 we want them to have a, the experience that we had, right? You know, we want them to 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 be to know that they're part of the family, whether even if they don't have an Aku, a, 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 a aku or Akutare yet, that they're already part of something just by being there. Like so I think I of my... um, oh god. Uh, Sorry, I think of Ken, Ken Bori, and he was there for a long time and would just come in and, and talk and um, he didn't have a, an Akutar or, or, or a chapter yet and you know he he stuck around and stuck around and stuck around and finally bought something but, but it didn't matter like we, we I still felt like he was part of the community even before he bought anything you know.
1: So, Doug, I'm going to set the stage for you. It is uh, November 23rd, 2027. You just finished at a Magnificent Fish concert. Like, it was amazing. It was one of your all-time favorites. You got home, you're sitting down, and you uh, your Aku helmet is sitting next to your laptop. You know, what is what does Aku look like five years from now?
2: I hate this question. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I t- I I don't know like I try to try to just like take it because I I feel like everything that's been done so far has like exceeded my expectations like where we are right now is so far ahead of anything I expected, you know, back when I first bought the first chapter like even just having aquitars be released and how amazing they are like I never expected that and then to have them, built an unreal engine and be like um you know these things that we're going to use in the akuverse um you know i don't, I know we talked there were, there was stuff talked about but i didn't think it was going to happen so soon that we have cribs going on right now already and um so just watching it all unfold i feel like i don't know i don't i don't really have an expectation there i just know that whatever it is, is going to be amazing because the people building it are amazing. You know, like we have the best people involved as far as I can tell, you know, people like Spiros, you know, who's been involved with Star Wars and other um, other film stuff and um, people like Dirk and, uh, and JB and, you know, there's so many people who are just like, the top notch people in their fields, you know, who are involved in this. So I don't really, I can't really make a prediction of what it's going to look like, but it's going to be great is all I can say.
0: What what <laughs> vertical um, would you like to see like really hit first? Like, cause it, that's one thing about it. Cause there is a lot of different verticals, but like which vertical is the most exciting that you'd like to see happen sooner than later?
2: I mean honestly like the part that I'm most excited about is still the um the educational aspects of it like I know it flies under the radar and we don't talk about it much and it feels like you know DC Welch and a couple other teachers are doing stuff in the background but I go in there and I get so inspired by what they're doing um and that's like what I would love to see more energy put into and 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 not that I think that anything's out of balance right now or anything like that, but just like, that's where I get excited more than more than some of the other stuff that I think other people are more excited about, you know, um, the Aquaverse and, and Disney and things like that, which are also exciting. I don't want to, you know, say that that stuff's not exciting, but for me personally, um, when I see what's going on with the community and the things that community is doing and the, Chance to have it affect children and um, and be a really inspirational character um, in in that way uh, is inspiring to me. Just and I think they work well together because like the fact that Disney is picking up on Aku is going to make that even stronger in the schools too, right? Like they they they're not they don't live apart from each other, so mm-hmm. um, I don't want to separate them
0: either. So yeah, um, we're kind of running short on time, but you were a little concerned before we started about like diving into like sports talk. Well, <laughs> we have we have one topic that trumps all sports talk, and that I think is one of the most important for Lovox and Eyes Education. You're from uh, you're from originally like New York, but now you live in Gainesville, Florida, um. I have been to Gainesville for a football game. Uh, We know, like, in Miami, it is Cuban-influenced. What is, like, the go-to food that is, like, you know, unique to Gainesville, Florida? Because I feel that part of Florida gets overlooked a lot.
2: Oh, boy. go-to food?
0: Yeah. That's
2: weird. Like, if you had said, because I'm from Binghamton, New York area. Okay. And like Speedies, I don't know if you ever heard of Speedies, but they're like um marinated pork or chicken on and they make it skewer it and barbecue. Um and that would be like my go-to in, in that area growing up. But let me think that like a, a a food down here. You know, I can't I can't really think of anything like unique as far as um like almost everywhere else I live, I guess that's interesting to think about because I lived in Maryland for a while and like crabs were, you know, um, with old day seasoning and stuff. That was like the thing. Boy. Yeah, I'll probably think about it like right after we get off the we'll thing have right to. Off.
0: We'll have to post it in the comments. People, Right, will I'll have to share it later. On the edge of their look, for, seat. look for that later. <laughs> that's, that's someone's
2: going to tell me, someone's going to like message me and say, you know, what do you mean? You don't you
0: didn't yeah you didn't say this or that but, all right yeah. so, so since we kind of got stumped there um you know back to like kind of love ox's uh five year question five years from now you know aku does everything that we want and it's kind of a celebratory moment for us and you get uh you get to take that one trip it's not necessarily like a trip like a, it can't be a place that you've been to but, like, kind of like this strange bucket list thing that maybe no one else has thought of. Like, but you're going to take this trip because you got to see it. Like, whether, you know, it could be the pyramids, the Great Wall. What, where is that vacation you're taking that uh, you just haven't gotten around to?
2: Oh, man. I got to pick one.
0: Well, I, I'll give you a one and an <laughs> honorable
2: mention. <laughs> Because there's so many places that I would like to go, you know. Um, it's interesting, like, again, thinking about community, like, like I think if you had asked me this um, prior to being involved with this, there's places that I would really love to visit, like India. I would, you know, different parts of India I would love to go to that I've never, you know, I've never been there. Um, or Vietnam, I've thought about going to before. Um, but, like, right now, if I had to go somewhere, I'd probably go visit some of my mod friends in, um, like, you know, Netherlands or Ireland or England, you know, those places. Like, that's where I think about going now. Like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll go visit these people that I, you know, feel connected with now. So, I, it, it's interesting that um, that would change my plans, too, just as a community that I've been
0: involved with. Yeah, that's great. Well, Lovox, we're winding down. What do you got for
1: us? Yeah, I've got one more, uh, Doug. I know you mentioned you were, you know, activism means a lot to you. Can you speak to some of the groups you're involved in now? Uh, kind of as my closing question.
2: Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm not like so involved right now in any specific groups. Um, I I feel like um, my family has been really involved in activism over the years and. Um, I have, you know, been involved, but more on, more on the sidelines, I guess I would say more of a, um, cheering on kind of activism. Um, but like, you know, my, my mom, she's, um, uh, 80, what is she, 86 now or something? 88. I don't know. She's up, she's up there in, in years now and she, um, 86, she's 86 she you know a couple of years ago went to Standing Rock and in the winter and um you know protested the pipeline that was going through there um and you know just sh- she's been arrested I don't know how many times just for for save trying to save some trees you know and I think it's you know it's, it's inspiring and it's beautiful um to watch her do that and um <laughs> I feel a little bit guilty for not you know, joining that fight in some, sometimes in the ways that she has, but, um, but, uh, yeah, just like I've grown up around it my whole life and, um, I, I appreciate that that is my influence in, in the world. And I think one way that I, um, try to, I guess, like, express that influence in my life is I'm a massage therapist and I try to express more as, um, loving kindness towards people, like, you know, helping clients, um, through, through creating a space for them that, um, they can be vulnerable and they can, you know, be more embodied in the world. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like mine is a more, uh, maybe less confrontational <laughs> activism than, than my, either my parents were, or, you know, my, my dad passed away a while ago, but it, yeah, either my parents, um, they, they've been pretty active through yeah. throughout my whole life. So.
0: Well, we always wrap the show up on a note where, uh, you know, we appreciate you. You were actually, uh, you know, requested by many of the other uh, guests we've already had. So, who would you like to see on the Moon God pod and the caveat is that you have to be able to help us get them on? Hmm. Well, I have two people that I would
2: love to see on. I have more. I have a lot of people I would love to see on. But, um, just because I was talking about DC Welch like this whole time, I would love it if he was on um, the, the cast. And, um, and then um, I would like to hear Rusty and what they have to say as well, because I think that they have a um, uh, interesting, rich background too, and um, love to hear their perspective. So awesome! Yeah.
0: Well, we appreciate you being on, Doug, and you know, like I think, I think that's the coolest answer to the travel question you know and how how things change you know like it's not about uh you know necessarily seeing or experiencing you know uh something um it's about the people and that's a true gift that aku's given you and us and uh i think that's awesome um for everybody at home you know uh we really appreciate when you like comment subscribe do all those things um you know it certainly helps our channel grow but more importantly it helps aku grow so um, if you've watched this long, I know you're a fan, and if you could always, you know, help us out and spread the word, um, you know, that's how we get this uh, show out there and how we can spread the word of Aku. Uh, for Loveox, Doug L., I'm J-Y-L-A-X, and we will see you next time.